0: You're welcome to another episode of Papers Bite. We've been on a journey of papers. In this episode, we shall be looking at what I titled Surrender. The heart of worship is surrender. Surrender is a word that is disliked by so many people just like the word submission it implies losing and no one wants to be a loser surrender evokes the unpleasant images of admitting defeat in battle forfeiting again or yielding to a stronger opponent. The word is almost always used in a negative contest. In today's competitive world we are taught to never give up and never give in so we don't hear much about surrendering again. Now, if winning is everything, surrendering is unthinkable. We would rather talk about winning, succeeding, overcoming, and conquering than yielding, submitting, obeying, and surrendering. But surrendering to God is a heart. Of worship the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 13 give yourselves to God surrender your whole being to him to be used for righteous purposes it is the natural response to God's amazing love and mercy we give ourselves to him not out of fear or duty but in love because in First John chapter 4 verse 9 to 10 and 19 the Bible records because he first loved us because he first loved us so you see we surrender to God out of love not because we are mandated to recorded in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 1 so then my friends because of God's great mercy to us offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God dedicated to his service and pleasing to him this is the true worship that you would offer Paul urged us to fully surrender our lives to God in worship. So true worship brings God pleasure. And it happens when you give yourself completely to God. Offering yourself to God is what worship is all about. The art of personal surrender can be called consecration, It could be seen as making Jesus your Lord, taking up your cross and dying to self, or even yielding to the Spirit. What matters is that you do it, not what you call it. God wants your life, all of it. Giving him 95% is not enough. There are three barriers that could block our total to surrender to God fear, pride, and confusion. We don't even realize how much God loves us. We want to control our own lives and we misunderstand the meaning of surrender. You can't tell the owner how to use his property. The owner has every right to determine how he wants to do or what he wants to do with his property. So God is the owner of our lives. We don't need to dictate to him. We don't need to tell him what to do with us. We should allow him do whatever he desires with our lives. And we can't Surrender to God except we trust Him. And you can't trust Him until you know Him better. Fear keeps us from trusting God. But love casts out all fears. The more you realize how much God loves you and how much He desires good things for you, the easier surrender becomes. How do you know God loves you? There are so many evidences he gave us in the Bible that we prove that God loves us. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he says the thought he has for us is of good. You see, God has good plans for you. Even in Psalms 145 verse 9, he says he loves us. Psalm 139 verse 3, He said you're never out of His sight. And in Matthew 10 verse 30, the Bible recorded that He cares about every detail of your life. In 1 Timothy 6 verse 17, He gave you the capacity to enjoy all kinds of pleasure. In Psalms 86 verse 5, He forgives you. In Psalms 145 verse 8, He is lovingly patient with you. There are so many scriptures that could prove that God loves you infinitely more than you can imagine. Now, seeing that God loves you, seeing that He has good plans for you, don't you think that surrendering your life to Him Is the best choice because when we let God to be in charge to be in control of our lives the better our lives become God even proved this love he has for us by sending Jesus to die on the cross and the Bible recorded in Romans chapter 5 verse 8 God proves his love for us in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. So, if you want to know how much you matter to God, look at Christ with his arms outstretched on the cross, saying, I love you this much, I'd rather die than live without you. God is not a cool slave driver or a bully who uses brute force to coerce us into submission. He doesn't try to break our will. Rather, he woos us to himself so that we offer ourselves freely to him. God is a lover and a liberator and surrendering to him brings freedom, not bondage. When we completely surrender ourselves to Jesus, we discover that he is not a tyrant, but a saviour, not a boss, but a brother, not a dictator, but a friend. So admitting to God, surrendering to God, means admitting our limitations. Another thing that can stand as a barrier to our total surrender to God is our pride. We don't want to admit that we are just creatures and not in charge of everything. That was the first temptation at the Garden of Eden, when the serpent came to Eve to tell her that when they eat the fruit, they will be like God. That desire to have complete control is the cause of so much stress in our lives life is a struggle but what most people don't realize is that our struggle like Jacob's struggle is really a struggle with God we want to be God and there's no way we are going to win that struggle hmm the reason many are still troubled still seeking Still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We are still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work within us. We are not God and neither will we be. We are humans. It is when we try to be God that we end up most like Satan, who desired the same thing. We accept our humanity intellectually, but not emotionally. When faced with our own limitations, we react with irritation, with anger, and many a time with resentment. We want to be taller, we want to be stronger, more talented, more beautiful, worthy, and the rest of it. We want to have it all and do it all. And we become very upset when it doesn't happen. Then, when we notice that God gave others characteristics we don't have, we respond with envy, jealousy, and even Self-pity. When you surrender to God, it doesn't mean passive resignation or an excuse for laziness. Sacrificing your life. Or suffering in order to change what needs to be changed. That's what it is. God often calls surrendered people to do battle on His behalf. Surrendering is not for cowards nor doormats. God will not waste the mind He gave you, so He doesn't mean giving up your rational thinking. Surrendering is not repressing your personality. God wants to use all your unique personality. Rather than it being diminished, surrendering enhances your personality. So the more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become because he made us. So surrendering, is best demonstrated in obedience you say yes lord to whatever he asks of you to say no is to speak a contradiction you can't tell jesus your lord when you refuse to obey him that you love him after a night of failed fishing peter modeled surrender when jesus told him to try again In Luke chapter 5, verse 5, the scripture recorded, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. that people obey God's words, even if it doesn't make sense. Another aspect of a fully surrendered life is trust. Like I said, you can't surrender your life to God if you don't trust Him completely with your life. Abraham followed God's leading without knowing where it would take him. Hannah waited for God's perfect timing without knowing even when. Mary expected a miracle without knowing how. And Joseph. Trusted God's purpose without knowing why circumstances happened the way they did. Each of these people fully surrendered to God. You know you are surrendered to God when you rely on God to work things out instead of trying to manipulate others or to force your agenda and control the situation. You let go and let God work. You don't have to always be in charge. The Bible says in Psalms 37 verse 7, the A part of it, surrender yourself to the Lord and wait patiently for him. Instead of trying harder, you trust more. You also know that you are surrendered when you don't react to criticism and rush to defend yourself the has she obeys in relationships. You don't edge others out, you don't demand your rights, and you aren't self serving when you are surrendered. The most difficult area to surrender for many people is their money. Many have thought, I want to live for God. But I also want to earn enough money to live comfortably and retire someday. Retirement is not the goal of a surrendered life, because it competes with God for the primary attention of our lives. In Matthew six twenty four, Jesus said, "You cannot serve both God and money." And in verse twenty one of it, he said, "Wherever your treasure is, your heart." Will be also. So the supreme example of self-surrender is Jesus. The night before his crucifixion, Jesus surrendered himself to God's plan. He prayed, Father, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will, not mine. You will see that in Mark 14, verse 36. Jesus didn't pray God if you're able to take away this pain please do so he had already affirmed that God can do anything instead he prayed God if it is in your best interest to remove this suffering please do so but if it fulfills your purpose that's what I want to so you, you see genuine surrender says father If this problem I'm passing through, if this persecution, if this pain, if this sickness, if this circumstance is needed to fulfill your purpose and glory in my life or in another person's life, please don't take it away. This is what surrender is and this level of maturity does not come easy because even Jesus, In his own case, he agonized so much over God's blood that he sweats drops of blood. Surrender is hard work. It is intense warfare against our self-centered will and nature. But when we surrender, we have benefit. We will experience peace, and we will experience freedom. When Joshua surrendered to God, he fell in worship before him and surrendered to God's plan. When he approached the biggest battle of his life, the world of Jericho, that surrender led to a stunning victory at Jericho. So stubborn temptations and overwhelming problems can be defeated by Christ when given to him. Surrender doesn't weaken you, it strengthens you. Surrender to God? You don't have to fear or surrender to anything else. I came across a quote by William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, that said, "The greatness of a man's power is in the measure of his surrender." surrender people are the ones God uses look at Mary God chose Mary to be the mother of Jesus not because she was talented or the most beautiful lady at that time but because she was totally surrendered to him when the angel explained God's impossible plan she calmly responded I am the Lord's servant and I am willing to accept whatever he wants you can find that in Luke 1 verse 38 nothing is more powerful than a surrendered life in the hands of God and that is why James told us in James 4 verse 7 so give yourselves completely to God remember that I said when you give yourself completely to God you experience peace and freedom in Job 22 verse 21 the Bible says stop quarreling with God. If you agree with him, you will have peace at last and things will go well for you. And in Romans 6 verse 17, offer yourselves to the ways of God and the freedom never wastes. His commands set you free to live openly in his freedom. So the best way and the only way to live is surrender. Everybody eventually surrenders to something or someone. So if you don't surrender to God, you will definitely surrender to the opinions or expectations of others. It could be resentment, it could be money, it could be fear, it could be pride, it could be lust, it could be ego. You were designed to worship God, and if you fail to worship him, you will create other things to give your life to. You are free to choose what you surrender to, but remember that you are not free from the consequences of that choice. Surrender is the only way to live. Nothing else works. Every other approach leads to frustration disappointment, and even self-destruction. So don't see surrendering your life as a foolish, emotional impulse, but a rational, intelligent act, the most reasonable and sensible thing you can do with your life. And that is why the Bible recorded in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 9. So we make it our goal to please Him. That's New International Version your wisest moment will be those times when you say yes to god sometimes it takes years but eventually you discover that the greatest hindrance to god's blessing in your life is not others; it is yourself your self-will your stubborn pride and personal ambition so the longer it takes you to surrender the longer it takes your situation to change you cannot fulfill God's purposes for your life while focusing on your own plans. So, if God is going to do His deepest work in you, it will begin with this the life of surrender. So, give it all to God. Is it your past regret? Is it your present problems? Is it your future ambitions? Your fears? Your dreams? Your weaknesses? Your habits? your hurts your hang-ups name it or whatever it is hand it over to god put jesus christ in the driver's seat of your life and take your hands off the steering wheel allow him to drive you because he has a good thought and plans for you don't be afraid nothing under his control can ever be out of control mastered by christ You can handle anything. Just like Paul said in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Another version, the Amplified Version, put it this way, I am ready for anything, a new call to anything, through him who infuses inner strength into me. That is, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Now, if you look at the life of Paul, his moment of surrender occurred on the way to Damascus after he was knocked down by a blinded light. For some others, God gets our attention with less drastic methods. But regardless, surrendering is never just a one-time event. It wasn't one time that God met Paul on his way to Damascus. Surrendering is daily practice. Paul said I die daily in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 51. So there is a time or a moment of surrender and there is also a moment of practice of surrender which is a moment by moment, day by day, and lifelong. In Romans 12 verse 1 when the Bible says present yourself as a living sacrifice. You know what the problem with a living sacrifice is that it can call off the altar. So you may have to surrender your life more than 50 times a day. So it's daily. You must make it a daily habit. Jesus says in Luke 9:23, "If people want to follow me, they must give up the things they want. They must be willing to give up their lives daily follow me so when you decide today let me tell you one more thing when you decide to live a totally surrendered life that decision must be tested sometimes it could mean doing inconvenient costly or even impossible tasks. it will often mean doing the opposite of what you feel like doing that is a life of surrender now is your time to surrender to God's grace, to love and wisdom. Before I end this episode, I leave you with this point, which is in Romans 6 verse 13. Surrender your whole being to Him to be used for righteous purposes. What area of your life are you still holding back from God? Remember. The longer it takes you to surrender, the longer your problem becomes. So if you want your problem to end easily, is to surrender to God. Hand it over to Him. Completely allow Him to be in charge of your life, to direct you. Whatever He asks you to drop, drop it. Wherever He leads you to go, go with Him. No questioning, no excuse. The life of surrender is the best way to live, and the only way to live. A life of peace and a life of freedom. Till I come your way again, I still remain your presenter, favor, Eberi, Neji. Please remember that a journey shared is the best journey. Do not keep this broadcast to yourself. Send it across to others, those in your contact, Everyone that needs to hear this. When you do that, you are fulfilling God's purpose for your life. See you in our next episode.